You know, I've seen a slow growth here over the last few years in, in golf. Golf, to me, has always been cyclical. It's always been whether, you know, Arnold Palmer is hot or Tiger Woods or something like that. But it seemed to change remarkably when Top Golf came along. And it sort of opened it up to other people in other areas. And now it's just kept on growing. There's a new company, well, new to us anyway, in Addison that just opened up here called uh, Putt Shack, which is kind of like, David Buster's meets Putt Putt or something. I don't know. Joe Franken is the CEO of Putt Shack and, and is a veteran of Top Golf, the aforementioned company. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, thanks for having me today. So, so explain Putt Shack to me. I, I say it's, but it's an indoor version of Putt Putt, but with spirits and food. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. So, Potchak is the only high-tech, tech-infused miniature golf concept in the world. Okay, so essentially what what we were able to do is take a game that hadn't changed in over 100 years um, and completely reinvent it. Um, and that was done by identical twin brothers, Steve and Dave Jolliffe, who put managed to create, essentially put a mini iPad within the golf ball. And so by doing that, it allowed us to um, put GPS in there, Bluetooth enabled. And so now we can keep score for you automatically. So this sounds like Top Golf and what Top Golf did for driving ranges and that sort of thing. And I guess it's not coincidental because those are the guys that founded Top Golf, right? Uh, They are. They are the same guys that invented the game of Top Golf. And um, and when they were thought they were probably semi-retired and went back. They're avid golfers um, and great, great inventors. Um, and that's really what they challenged themselves with. Hey, this game hasn't changed in 100 years. You know, how can we reinvent the game? And how can we really design it and target it to not only families, but really that 21 to 39-year-old and make it, you know, create an adult miniature golf game? Um, which is what they did around the game. And then it was really building out the whole social entertainment aspect of it. Um, We've created um, a high-end casual dining offering, full-service bar with a bunch of signature cocktails. Um, The great thing about playing the game, though, is you don't keep score anymore. So now you can be completely immersed within all the people that you're you're at uh, putt check with. Um, because everything is scored for you, everything is done for you automatically. And it's amazing how much that impacts the experience. Um, and then all of the holes are really designed for that core demographic. But that, I mean, this sounds more like a, a, a social engagement rather than, you know, something for heated competition. I mean, you're not going to have like, putt-putt <laughs> leagues like you have bowling leagues or something, are you? So, um Yep. Actually, one of the great things about having technology is you can continue to evolve the product without having to necessarily physically change everything. So um, while today we don't actually have a tournament mode, it's one of the things that we're working on. We're actually coming out with a team mode uh, in the first quarter of next year, so which is perfect for like corporate events. But um, I would say um, depends how you want to play the game. So similar to Top Golf, you're going for the highest score possible as opposed to the lowest score possible. Right. So we have, for example, you know, we have a beer pong hole, we have a roulette hole, we have a trivia pursuit hole. So what'll come up on your on the screen at the hole is a true false question. 
If you think the answer is true, you put under a bridge that says true. If you think it's false, you put under a bridge. <laughs> what? That says false. I never heard of such a thing. If you get it right, you score bonus points. If you get it wrong, you lose points. So you can play the game in a very fun way if you're out there with your kids um, and you you know you just out to have a good time, um, or if you're out with a bunch of guys and you're all uber competitive, um, you can play incredibly competitive. Well, can well. you play with your kids? I mean, I was looking, I was trying to figure out the demographics for this, and you mentioned just a minute ago, twenty-one to thirty-nine, and that seems more like the sweet spot. Yeah, um, we do a lot of family business during the day and, and and events for that matter. So a lot of corporate events during the day. Um, we're accessible to everybody um, until 8 p.m. After 8 p.m., we turn into a 21 and older venue. Um, the great thing, well, the great thing about um, miniature golf in general is it's really accessible to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. You can play it at seven years old. You can play it at 77 years old. Um now, for us, it's really creating the right environment that changes the venue throughout the day. So during the day, it's ideally suited for a corporate event or or family environment. At 10 o'clock at night, it's much more of a high-end uh, nightclub feel. We'll have DJs playing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. The whole lighting, energy, the vibe, the kind of music that's played changes. So the the venue itself really morphs throughout the day to really tailor to the guest that's going to be coming in at that time. Well, and it seems like it's the kind of thing that would make it more palatable to, you know, us in the U.S. You know, I was amazed, you know, going to Europe, I remember even 20 or 30 years ago, I was amazed when they say, well, would you like, you want to go play mini golf? Say, you know, I'm an adult, <laughs> and they, but they do. They still do. They it do. never, it never <laughs> died over there. And I, and I was intrigued yeah. to see, you know, you've got a lot of locations in the UK. Uh, yep, we have we have four locations in the Greater London area. Um, there are a lot of miniature golf concepts uh, in the UK. It is it is somewhat amazing. Yeah. Um, and here in you know we we've now with Addison opened our fifteenth location. Um, and we have a pretty ambitious rollout plan. And our focus uh, for you know the next few years, at least, is going to really be our rollout here in the U.S. So where do you? So you're now here. You're in uh, what we used to know as Sackwich Village, the Village of the Parkway, I guess, at yeah, at, at yeah. Beltline Belt and and uh, and the Tollway. So tollway, is, yeah. is that the footprint that you need? I mean, can you go into a you know a former Bed Bath and Beyond location or something? What what's the what's your ideal okay. location? Yeah, we. I mean, we can. Our, our ideal footprint is twenty five thousand square feet. Actually, the Addison location is the largest um, uh, venue we have. It's at thirty two thousand square feet. Was that a twenty four um, hour fitness? Is that what that was? Yeah, well, it used to be. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that just in the mindset, yep. that's the kind of space yep. you need. Yeah. So we we typically look for around twenty five thousand square feet. Um, and then we're really, you know, it's not, not surprising, right? We're, we're very data driven as far as what our site selection process is, you know, kind of, as you mentioned, going back to my former life, you know, if you picked a bad top golf location, you have a very expensive driving range. Exactly. So, um, you know, we really take that discipline into, um, all of our site selection in Dallas, as an example, we came to Dallas and really kind of laid out, okay. How many locations do we think we can build? What are the hotspot areas that match up? Um, we look at, you know, it, it was, I know it's more now. I mean, we would look at 52 criteria in coming up with our scorecard for a location. 
To be very candid, I, I really thought as we were opening up and we were looking to open, you know, um, top 20 DMAs in the north, south, east, and west, I really thought Dallas would be kind of one of the very first locations. When we mapped it out, we knew where we wanted to be. We just couldn't find the right location and the right deal. Um, and, you know, like any other retail, it's location, location, location. Yeah, first. it is. And, and especially this because it, I, maybe it's not a crowded field right now, but you're not alone in this. I mean, there's a... Uh, uh, puttery that uh, opened over in, uh, I think Drive Shack has it uh, called Puttery. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's called not, Puttery. Yep. Not dissimilar. Then Tiger Woods has one, Pop, Pop Stroke. Pop Stroke. Yeah, yep. it's coming. I, I don't know if I mean it sounds like you're all going to compete pretty much in the same space, and I guess to yeah, some degree, I mean, feeling, to some yeah. degree, Top Golf too. Yeah, I mean, you know, for us, it's really you know. We, we look to to be in hotspot areas where there's other things to do. I mean, you know, right where we are there at the, the Dallas North Tollway and Beltline, there's, you know, I mean, you've got phenomenal restaurants around there. You've got, you know, the movie theater in there. There, You know, there's a lot of things to do. We think that that's a benefit in as far as our site selection process. We really anchor Puchek on, on three core things. One is the game itself. Um, we have uh, intellectual property protection around the game. So the great thing is, you know, if you want to play Pachak, the only place you can play it is at Pachak. Um, by itself, we think you, you have to have an equally strong food and beverage offering. So our head of food and beverage is a French trained executive chef, um, actually spent some time in my former place, which is where he and I met. Um, he also spent time uh, at Club Corp. And so he's really good at creating very strong casual dining. And then, you know, where the world is today, we spend as much time on signature cocktails um, as we do signature dishes. Those two things combined with really tying that guest experience together with our associates and, and really engaging all the senses. Our view is if we do those three things well, when people decide to go out, you know, if you're if you, if you're going to go out in the Addison area, you know, people tend to think of an area and then choose where do we want to go, what do we want to do. Um, and so our view is, if we deliver on those three things, they may not pick Pacheco every time. We don't expect them to, but if we deliver the guest experience and great value, you know, they'll come back three, four times a well, year. Can, can you compete as a as a bar and restaurant only? I mean, are, are there going to be people who who never pick up a putter and and go there for the food and drink? Um, absolutely. I mean, you can. The, the good thing about uh, Puchak is you can reserve your game reservation, so you can go online and reserve your time, so you don't have to walk in and, and find out you're you're waiting for a long time. Uh, you can also book your dining reservation. Um, you know, as much as uh, you know, we try to tell people about how strong our food and beverage offering is. You know, when you say miniature golf, people still intuitively think pirate ships and windmills. And, yep. um, you know, you try to tell them, that, no, this is a, a an upscale, high-end build. And, you know, when they come in and, and you, you know, we do a lot of shareables because people tend to come in as groups. Um, but then, you know, people don't typically expect to see grilled octopus on a menu, um, but it's there and it's really good. Um, it's actually one of my favorite dishes. Um, and so what I like to hear when people try Pachek for the first time is, you know, they go, Oh my God, the game was so much fun, which is what I expect them to say. But when they say, you know what, I go back just for the food. That's when I know we're kind of pairing everything right. 
in the way we're trying to hit it. Well, it's fun. And, and, and this one, it sounds like this is still an evolving concept. You're still noodling with this. And it sounds like Addison's going to be a, you know, a good new test market for you, too, on some things. Yep. So, we're, so we launched a new product um, with Addison called the Putchak Challenge Bowl. So, you know, what, what we do extremely well and where we target really well, you know, with the traditional miniature golf, you can, you know, drink while you're playing on the course, but you really can't eat. And it's also ideal, ideal in the kind of the, the traditional game of group, you know, it's perfect for date nights. It's great for groups of two, four, six. As you get eight people on a single hole, it can kind of get a little crowded if that's yeah. the size group you're you're with. So the putt check challenge hole is really much more of kind of, you know, where you have your own space. So whether, you know, it's kind of like a, you have your own bowling lane or you have your own top golf bay, et cetera. You, you eat, drink and play all in one location. And we've launched the, the product uh, with Addison. We're incredibly excited about it. Um, and then we've launched with six uh, unique games. So you think about playing um, a unique game of miniature golf. You know, we've got like a duck hunt game as an example. So as the ducks are flying across the screen, you're putting the ball into 20 different slots and knocking the ducks out. Um, it's a ton of fun. I'd and love to have been in one of the brainstorming sessions where you came up with all this stuff. But it sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun, and it, it'll be it'll be fun to watch watch the concept grow. Joe Vrykin is the CEO of Putt Shack. We appreciate the time and, and wish you all the best luck. Thank you again for having me. Thanks a lot. For more of a conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.